0: Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not drive it out? And he said to them, Because of the littleness of your faith. For truly I say to you, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move and nothing will be impossible to you. But this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Matthew chapter 17 verses 19 to 21. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, and ladies, welcome back to the Legion of Michael podcast. Thank you very much for being here. I'm your host, Paul Markle, in case you hadn't figured that out by now, but you should have because according to my show notes, this is episode 93, which means I've done 93 episodes of the Legion of Michael, so you should be paying attention by now. You should know who I am. But as I am want to do, because I understand that not everybody uh, has been following me since the very beginning, and that's fine, Uh, what I'm going to remind you of right now is that you can go to LegionofMichael.com and sign up for the Church Security Distance Learning Program. As I speak the words into this microphone, enrollment is open right now. And, of course, you can always support the show. If you feel that you've gotten some value from this show, you can support the show. Just follow the linkage in the show notes. All right. Thank you very much. So recently I was talking uh, with a good friend of mine. Uh, his name is Jeff, and uh, he is a registered nurse. And bef- but before that, he was a Green Beret. And uh, we were talking about, and now his, his focus now, his primary focus now is not on killing bad guys, but on helping and healing good guys. And he's uh, very, very much into the study and the science of nutrition, and how nutrition uh, affects the body, and the different types of nutrition that you get, and malnutrition, and people who are situations where people eat bad food. And actually, uh, my good friend Jeff was—he was a, a control for a test study about the ketogenic diet and how going on the ketogenic diet tremendously helps people who are suffering from cancer. And, and I can attest to that because I am also a, uh, a living, breathing example of what happens when you realize that you have cancer and you take good advice and you go strict ketogenic diet and you force your body to go undergo me- metabolic change and you starve that cancer. And you say, okay, cool story, bro, but I don't have cancer, and I don't plan on having it, and I don't care. All right, fasting. Just about every major religion or, or faith-based group throughout history has a tradition of fasting. And we've talked about this before. Um, you know, fasting is a great way to discipline your body, to put your mind in charge of your body. Because let's face it, most people in our modern world, they are, a, they are slaves to their bodily impulses. Whether their, their body says, drink Coca-Cola or sodas or I need something sweet or whether you know, bra- their body says, I crave pizza or, or whatever. Uh, or maybe I crave sexual impulse, or maybe I crave the, the stimulant from uh, the, the mental stimulant from gambling or whatever it happens to be. We need to put our brains in charge of our bodies. We need to tell the brain needs to tell the body, no, I'm in charge, and I'll tell you when we're going to eat, and I'll tell you when we're going to sleep, and I will tell you what we need to do. Otherwise, you just become this reaction. You be, you're you like an animal. You're like a dog. How many of you have been dog owners? And how many of you know or have had dogs that if you put food in the bowl, uh, the dog won't just eat when it's hungry. It'll eat because there's food there. And it'll eat to the point where it makes itself sick because that's what animals do. You know, your dog and, and other type, you know, dogs are, are classic examples uh, of that but they'll eat until they get sick a lot of them will just eat until they throw up so you have to discipline the dog you only give it a limited amount of food at certain times of the day otherwise it'll just keep consuming it even though it's not hungry it's not technically hungry but uh, that's the way humans are operating in our modern world how many people do you see with these these 24 ounce 32 ounce soda cups Constantly, like all day long. Do you know people like that who always have to have a giant soda cup filled with, you know, whatever? They're like, Oh, it's Diet Coke. It's Diet Coke. It's it's okay for it's good for me. You no, know, it's not good for you. Fasting. But in addition, now fasting puts your mind in charge of your body. Fasting is a great way to practice discipline, to practice self-discipline, but it's also a good way to give your body an opportunity to cleanse itself, to, to give it a break, to give your digestive system a break. How many of you have ever thought about that? You see, your digest, when you constantly are eating, you know, you, you've, how many of you know people like that that are constantly, or maybe you are? Constantly eating, like every every couple of hours, you, you've got to put something in your mouth. You're eating, 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 eating. You're putting all these calories into your body. Your body is constantly in the process of metabolizing. And of course, if you eat garbage food, if you eat food that's really not nutritional, that has no nutritional value, your body has to figure out something to do with that, and so it stores it. It pulls it out, and it stores it, and then you end up with what? Gut fat. But fat, you know, hip fat, whatever you end up with with the store, the storage areas of fat, and you can't figure out why you can't get rid of that. Well, maybe, just maybe, uh, you might want to give your body a break, give your digestive system a break. Fasting gives your digestive system a break, and it lets it do what well, lets the body do what it needs to do. It lets it remove. Weak, damaged, and dead cells. It lets your body cleanse out the weak, damaged, and dead cells. But if your body is constantly attempting to metabolize this food, if it's constantly trying to adapt it, it has a hard time doing that. So fasting is not just something that we did you know, hundreds and thousands of years ago. It's not something that just Buddhist monks do. We were instructed, you know, we have this bad habit as humans. We have this bad habit as humans of believing that everything that occurred before we were born is ancient history, and it might be nice and quaint, but it has no bearing on what we're doing today. It has no bearing on our current modern life, and nothing could be further from the truth. Now, if we believe that Christ is our perfect example, we should be following the example of Christ. Now, in the previous one, in Matthew 17, he talks about the, the lack of faith or the littleness of the faith of the disciples. And in verse 21, it says, But this kind, this kind of faith, does not go out except by prayer and fasting. And he didn't just tell them to do it. You see, he told them and he reminded them in Matthew 17 that that's what they needed to do. And they're like, cool story, bro, but did you do that? And actually, he did because Christ is our perfect example. And he set the example before he began his ministry, he set the example. So that he could go out amongst men, and they're like, oh, you look, yeah, that's a really cool story, bro, but you talk the talk, but do you walk the walk? Uh, Actually, yes. If you know your scriptures, you'll know that when, uh, right after Christ was baptized, after he went through the baptism of John the Baptist, he went out into the wilderness. And we've got a chapter here, uh, well, a verse from Matthew 4, verses 1 to 4. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And after he had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, he then became hungry. And the tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones to become bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Matthew 4, 1-4. You see, Christ didn't just tell his disciples that they should engage in fasting. He didn't just say, well, that's what you should do. He did it. He did the ultimate example of fasting. He went out into the wilderness to pray and fast so that he would have the strength to deal with the coming trials and tribulations. That he, God knew that his son was going to have to go through those trials. He knew, Christ knew that he was going to have to go through trials. And so before he even began his ministry, he went out and fasted and prayed. And he was tempted. Now this is when, uh, if if, I I really like this story because uh, in addition to the fasting and the prayer and the man shall uh, not live on bread alone, but every word that comes out of the mouth of God, This is also an example when Satan, when the devil, quotes the Bible back to Christ. He quotes Psalms, the Psalms. So when people, when those on the outside, when the secularists, when the false prophets, when they come and they try and press you because they've memorized one or two Bible verses or they cherry pick one or two Bible verses and they're like, yeah, but then your Bible, doesn't it say derp? You say, yeah, it says that, but it says a lot more than that. You see, you can't just cherry-pick a couple of verses out there and uh, try and change my mind. Prayer and fasting. Fasting does two amazing things for you. Number one, it puts your brain in charge of your body. It gives you discipline. It helps you to practice mental discipline. Your body says, hey... You're you're driving by the KFC, you're driving by. You're driving down the road and there's a KFC, there's these brightly colored signs. McDonald's and KFC and Taco Bell and all these things. You see them. And your body says, "Hey, let's stop there. Let's just pull in real quick, man." And your mind says, "Actually, no, we're not going to do that." Even though it would be convenient and it would be easy. We're not going to do that because I know that that filth, that garbage is not fit for human consumption and I'm not going to put it in my body. That is your mind being in charge of your body. And then also, when you fast, you give your body the opportunity to reset. You give your body the opportunity, give your digestive system the opportunity to actually rest. And to process out all the nasties, the bad stuff that needs to get out of your body. If you're constantly eating and constantly metabolizing, your body doesn't have the opportunity or the time or the ability to get all that nasty stuff out. So fasting helps you to get rid of the the dead, weak, damaged cells and reset. And that's what we do. Do I need to tell you that every once in a while we need to take a break and reset? I don't need to tell you that because Christ told you that two thousand years ago, and He is our perfect example. And I think we would do well to follow that example. So, prayer and fasting—that is—that is my prayer for you that you would understand and appreciate the value of that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, join me, please, if you would. For the warrior's prayer, Lord, I come before you seeking the strength and skill to overcome my enemies. Grant me, I pray, the wisdom to recognize evil, the courage to confront it, and the strength to destroy it. In Jesus' name I pray this. Amen.